Hi, this is Brian Cranston. You know, if you're like me, you hardly ever think about the little quirks and cute little idiosyncrasies about Canada. But if I did, I would listen to the Bag of Milk podcast with Will and Fiaz. They came up with the perfect podcast to cure insomnia. Sweet dreams. Wow. Wow, indeed. I would like to first off thank uh, Brian Cranston for the wonderful promo. And um, I guess now, uh, based on that promo and the feedback, is that uh, we're going to have to just expand our demographic for the show. We're going to have to just, uh, you know, at least get this out to the people that are looking for uh, a cure for insomnia. And perhaps if there's, uh, maybe there's podcasts that cure insomnia, uh, we could actually be one of those. So that would be According to Mr. Cranston, we are. So if we're doing our job, they're already asleep. Well, this week is the Brian Cranston takeover episode. Now, he's not actually taking over the episode because, you know, um, we don't have that in the budget. But he did <laughs> graciously provide the promo. Uh, uh, I would say, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I'm going to go with chicken. <laughs> I was think, I was going to say persona non grata, but that doesn't make sense. I meant, I was going to say <laughs> free. <laughs> but... Um, um, Oh, oh, I know what you're saying. Oh, gratis. Yeah. I've been made. Gratis, that's it. Yes. Gratis. Oh, my Latin is not as good as it yeah. ever has been. But Fies, perhaps you could tell us a little bit about um, how the promo came to be. And then I'll tell our viewers or sorry, our listeners uh, what they can expect for this fantastic special episode. And I will say, you know, uh, there's some history between uh, Brian and I. You know, we uh, we've had our run ins in the past. We've, mm. uh, yeah, uh, gotten to a few scuffles. Uh, some celebrity, non-celebrity uh, battles on the street. And you know, um, um, Brian Cranston was also in uh, one of many people's, and I know your wife's favorite shows, uh, Murder, She Wrote. Yes. Um, which also my favorite actor of all time was in, the late, great Patrick McGowan, when he played a, a judge from Quebec, who was very kind of odd the way the, the scenario was. But it was a, it was a good episode. I remember that episode. It was, I think it was actually a two-part episode mm. because that was the one where, you know, uh, uh, what is Angela Lansbury's character's name? Jessica Fletcher. Um, Jessica Fletcher. Very good, yeah. Will. Very good. Ding, ding, ding. One point for you. Yeah, she goes up to, I don't know. Quebec. Quebec for mm. something. Somebody needs her help. And yeah, Patrick McGowan was in it yeah. too. But you know who else was in Murder, She Wrote is Robin Dearden, who is Brian Cranston's wife. And so, yeah, she appeared in three episodes one episode, she was a uh, flight attendant, and in another, I think she was an uh, executive secretary or something. And then in a third episode, she was an accountant. Yeah. You know, I'm surprised, Fias, that you never got more into the acting. I mean, you did have that fantastic movie you did uh, in high school, Oh, Hello. Oh, Hello, the Shakespearean horror musical yeah, comedy. Yeah, I'm really hoping that you can get yes. that transferred to a DVD so I can watch it again. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't continue in my uh, my acting profession. I ended up, uh, you know, I tore my ACL, mm -hmm. and that uh, kind of ended my uh, acting career. I, you know, what I thought for some reason that if there was a sitcom about a a wacky dentist, you would be a good person mm -hmm. to play the wacky dentist secretary. Throw out your gold teeth and see how they roll. The answer they reveal. Life is unreal. 
Um, you actually were up for the part of that bad hombre in uh, Breaking Bad, Tuco Salamanca, were you not? And um, I was. Yeah, yeah. Evidently, I had too much hair. Too much hair. Mm, yeah. yeah. It's too bad that that never worked out. I mean, I guess you actually have to have some acting skills. So. <laughs> yeah, that was also uh, uh, that was also a hindrance in me getting the part. But in all seriousness, um, I came to know Brian Cranston and his wife, Robin, through a, a mutual friend of ours 10 years ago. And our friend has since passed, but, uh, you know, but we've kept in touch and we've celebrated his successes. And I can say he's easily one of the funniest guys I've ever met and, and just so really, really grounded. You know, they're, they're both just good people. And really, thank you so much, Ryan, for listening. And we hope, we really hope our podcast has uh, done its part in curing your insomnia. Mm-hmm. Do you think he actually is listening? Or did he just assume that it's it's good for insomnia based on the title? <laughs> you know, I think if he had some undue gastrointestinal distress, mm-hmm. I think there's a chance that he would listen to our podcast. Oh, okay, good. Well, mm-hmm. there's always a chance. You know, maybe, maybe um, hey, he could pass it on to his Hollywood friends and, you know, who knows what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. Let's hope for some gastrointestinal distress for Mr. Granston. Yes, and let's hope for the insomniacs listening. I mean, they don't have to listen to the whole thing just until they fall asleep. Just keep and, playing. And the gastrointestinal distressors. Wow, we've got a wide variety of areas. We should Such do some a marketing. Demographic. Yeah, Un- unbelievable yeah. demographic we have. I mean, yeah. You know, um, I was just thinking that your relationship with Brian Cranston, because um, I know that you were, you know, hanging out with all the. Hollywood types when you're in California and New York City and you're going to fancy dinners with waiters and napkins and forks and knives similar to our relationship except you could just sub in uh, Taco Bell that time you bought me the Chalupa that was pretty much the same thing right well we were celebrating your success I think it was the uh, the birth of your uh, second born child oh really I've got two uh, I don't know, but you had two chalupas. <laughs> <laughs> sure did. <laughs> but anyways, this episode, I'm going to give you a little bit of a, of a synopsis in it. We're first off going to talk about what we're talking about right now. That is already part of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> the, first, the first segment is going to be uh, a segment where Fias gives me the description of a movie that mr brian cranston was in that was shot in canada and i have to guess the movie oh boy i love movie trivia do you know what it's called the segment will it's called guess the brian cranston movie shot in canada yes excellent now the sex now the second segment (laughs) is going to be (laughs) now the second segment is going to be eyeliner colors or brian cranston character names so similar to some of the past segments we've had I did get a bit of feedback from some people, mostly those that are, you know, 60 plus. They have mm-hmm. no idea what the deal is with those ones that you've done in the past. But really, we're just going to keep doing it for our ASMR listeners. And that's really the focus of those ones. So, and hey, our female the, audience. This is really yeah. geared to our female listeners. And we, if, we really hope this takes with them. You know what? If there's somebody out there that's ASMR uh, friendly and they have insomnia <laughs> and they're a woman... This is the podcast for you. I'm not sure and how ga- we can get that. And and they're exhibiting some gastrointestinal distress. Hashtag ASMR friendly insomnia gastrointestinal. <laughs> Whatever. So uh, after that, our next segment is going to be an all Brian Cranston celebrity mm-hmm. fantasy battle in which Walter White is going to battle 
Howard Beale from Network. From Network. So it's going to be a fantastic show. So please listen in. Or even you're listening right now, but continue to listen in. Fias, um, are we going to do our, our usual feedback segment this week? Um, I don't know. Are we, Will? Well, I, I don't really have a lot of feedback. Uh, it sounds like that our uh, arch nemesis, Mr. Cedric Manchester, has uh, either been deported back to Manitoba or he's lost the power of type, being able to type. Um, but either way, I would say that his silence has indicated that we have won said battle. Um, he's been only- eerily, eerily quiet, hasn't he? Yeah, maybe we should get um, a welfare check done for him. Like not, not get a, him a welfare check, but have somebody check on his welfare. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because yeah, you know, you we never don't know. We, we 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 may see his head on a turtle. <laughs> yeah, we'd hate that. <laughs> no, would we though? Mm, true. <laughs> <laughs> the only other feedback I have is still Vancouver guy refuses to listen past thirty minutes. So maybe we'll have this podcast be thirty minutes. Who knows? But hey, keep on trying, buddy. Thanks, buddy. You're my best buddy, buddy. No, you're my best buddy, buddy. Fias, it is great that you do have some uh, celebrity friends. I think the closest I ever got to a celebrity was when we were in uh, New Orleans that time and we saw Terry David Mulligan. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> wasn't wasn't Terry David Mulligan the, uh, the, the VJ from Much Music? Yeah. Right? And for our American listeners, much music was sort of like the MTV in Canada and Terry David Mulligan. He was like the Kurt Loader of Canada. Yes, the Kurt Loader of Canada, for sure. And a, a proud, a proud Vancouver guy, wasn't yeah. he? Wasn't he like proudly a West oh, very, Coast? Well, he did yeah. much West. Much West. Ow! Are we talking now uh, brushes with fame now? Is that what we're brushes talking about with now? Fame. There, yeah, let's talk about it. There was that one time where I think... It was at the Toronto Film Festival. It was one year, and I had to go to the bathroom mm-hmm. uh, during uh, maybe maybe just after the movie ended. I rushed out of the theater because I really had to go pee. Right. And peeing next to me was the great Maury Chaikin. The late great Maury Chaikin. The late great Maury mm-hmm. Chaikin, who mm-hmm. has appeared in such movies as? Whale music? Yes. <laughs> That's the only one I remember. <laughs> And what happened when you were in the, where you're like at a urinal and he was next to you? Oh yeah. We had the head nod. We just, uh, you know, because we were the only ones in the bathroom at the time, Okay, Uh, the washroom, sorry. And sorry. (laughs) And, uh, and you know, we just kind of, uh, did the side glance Mm -hmm. and just gave each other the head nod. And there you go. And there you go. Yeah. I haven't uh, had a lot of brushes with greatness. I mean, being stuck in your house for a year. And the only other brush with fame I've really had is uh, my uncle Brian, who's been in a number of commercials and uh, TV shows. And he was the guy who stepped on the rake in the uh, Molson Canadian Bubba commercial. <laughs> when we get together, just me and all the lads. He's a big listener. He really enjoys the podcast. And, uh, you know, he's actually been in quite a few films and commercials. So shout out to Uncle Brian. Uncle B, perhaps we'll, uh, we'll get him on a future episode. You know, I've had some hallucinations of greatness, but... That's a whole different story. Do tell. Well, I, I think one time, well, it all goes back to the whole Conrad Bain thing and that goes back to episode one. So if you haven't listened to episode one and you want to hear about Conrad Bain, then, you know, that's a bit oddly enough. I keep hallucinating. So you hallucinated about uh, meeting Conrad Bain, AKA Mr. Drummond from different strokes. 
yeah. And then I said, I didn't say what you're talking about, Willis. He says what you're talking about, Willis. And then I wake up, although I'm already awake. It's really weird. I should probably talk to someone about that. What you talking about, Will? Is <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? Perhaps we'll do that in another episode. Talk about brushes with mediocrity. Or brushes with hallucination. Hallucination. Yeah. Well, here we go. Now the world don't move to the beat of just one drum. What might be right for you may not be right for some. So now it's time to play Guess the Brian Cranston movie shot in Canada. And Fias is going to provide the description of the movie, and I'm going to have to guess the flick. Did I get the rules right, Fias? Yes, you did. Spot on. Are you are you ready? I'm Old ready, but first, first off, is there any prizes? No. Okay. All right. I'm ready. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Movie number one. Here's the description. Okay. Five ordinary teens must become something extraordinary when they learn that their small town and the world is on the verge of being obliterated by an alien threat. Chosen by destiny, our heroes quickly discover they are the only ones who can save the planet. Okay, I know this one. I know this one. Kung Fu Panda 3. No. No. Excellent guess. Give me I'll give you hints. I'll give you hints, okay? Now, this film was shot in Canada? It was shot in Canada. Wow. It was shot in the city of Vancouver in 2017. Oh, they do a lot of films there, don't they? They certainly do. Okay. Mm. Go ahead. Give me another hint. You want another? I just gave you one hint. You want another oh. one? <laughs> oh, that was, okay. yeah, I want another one. That one didn't help. Here's another hint. Okay. Brian Cranston plays Zordon. A wise galactic wizard who fought for the side of good against the forces of evil. Oh, I know this one. It mm-hmm. is. It's that movie where there's all the special effects and there's like the the kids that are wearing the outfits, the different colored outfits, and they're like fighting the evil. And one then, flew over the cuckoo's nest. Uh, no, no. I was thinking. Um, Wait, no, no. You're supposed to be guessing, not me. Yeah, murder. She wrote the film. No? No, Will. The name of the movie yeah. was Power Rangers. Oh, Yeah, it. you remember the TV show? The TV show was kind of hokey. But then I love the movie, that show. Yeah, but the movie version, they went all like Marvel. You know, it was like yeah. special effects. And, and yeah. who was Zordon? Was he like the lead alien yeah. dude? He, well, if you were listening, uh, mm. Will, oh. Zordon was the wise galactic wizard who fought oh. for the side of good against the forces of evil You. Oh, stupid. <laughs> no swearing. <laughs> now, is when in, I didn't actually see this film. Was he actually like himself in makeup or was it like one of those animated like puppet kind of things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like an animated puppet sort of deal. I, I think oh, okay. he was like, he spoke like through a wall and like the wall, like his face was like busting through the wall, kind of oh. like that poltergeist deal. You remember yeah, like the yeah, chicken? Yeah. Pol- yeah, yeah. It was okay, kind of like I'll- that. I'll go back and watch that. Okay, well, give me another one. Okay, here's the next movie. Now we're going in reverse chronological order. So that oh movie my. came out in 2017. This movie came out in 2014. Whoa. And here's the description. Okay. Ford Brody, a Navy bomb expert, has just reunited with his family in San Francisco 
when he is forced to go to Japan to help his estranged father, Joe. Soon, both men are swept up in an escalating crisis that threatened the survival of humanity. I know this one. I know this one. This is that movie where he's in the wheelchair and Kevin Hart has to push him around. Uh, the Upside. Driving Miss Daisy. Yeah. It's like Driving Miss Daisy, but he's in a wheelchair. That's the one, right? <laughs> I don't remember them going to Japan, though. It's not The Upside, Will. Oh. It is not The Upside. This does not star Kevin Hart, who, by the way, is mm. going to be in the, in the upcoming movie, The Man from Toronto, which Ooh. I believe is uh, being released in September late September. So wow. I wonder, but anyway, I wonder where that movie's set. Chicago. Okay. Okay. No, I know that one. That one is uh, the uh, Godzilla. It's I think yes. It was, wasn't it called? Hey, it's Godzilla. Hey, it's Godzilla. Okay. Okay. I got that right. Now these are all you got movies. that right. right. Excellent. And okay. that movie mm -hmm. was shot also in Vancouver. Wow. They really do a lot of films in Vancouver. Okay. Okay. Um, you know, actually Here's the next movie. I just want to uh, break in that I was actually on a movie set in Vancouver one time many years ago because my cousin was working on a movie. And guess what happened? Mm, well, the world almost ended. No, but I almost got to touch Richard Grieco. <laughs> oh, but I digress. Continue. Okay. Here's the third movie. Okay. Shot in Canada starring Brian Cranston. Okay. Our special non-guest. In need of a vacation from his ordinary life, factory mm. worker Douglas Quaid visits a company that can turn dreams into real memories. Thinking that memories of life as a super spy are just the ticket, Quaid undergoes the procedure, but it goes horribly wrong. Suddenly, Quaid is a hunted man. He teams up with a rebel fighter on a search to find the head of the underground resistance and take down the leader of the free world. Oh my gosh. I mean, this is a film that everybody's seen. And this was, what city was this shot in? Yeah. It was shot in Toronto. Sorry, oh. Toronto. Toronto. Okay, well, that's easy. Okay, so it's like science fiction, and he's like trying to take down the head of the evil something. And is it Power Rangers? No. Power Rangers was the uh, answer to the first movie, you idiot. Oh, right, right. Okay. Um, it, Here, I'll oh, give you another hint, Will. Okay, I'll give you another yeah, hint. Yeah, one okay. more hint. The movie is based on the Philip K. Dick book, We Can Remember It For You Wholesale. Hey, 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 hey. This is a family podcast. You can't say dick book. Oh, sorry. Um, I know that it was uh, a book. And then it was a movie, The Lincoln Lawyer. Oh, so close. So close. It? The movie is mm -hmm. Total Recall. Oh, Total Recall. But it wasn't like the one with Schwarzenegger. It was the remake. No, not the one with Schwarzenegger. It was the okay. remake. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, I'm not doing good on these. but um, Well, you got, uh, you got Godzilla. So you are uh, got one out of three. Yeah. All right. Hey, here's a what? chance for you. Uh, oh, there's another back. one. Yeah, okay. there's a chance for you to get back to 500, my man. Mm -hmm. Here's a description. A 14-year-old boy and his uncle jeopardize Christmas when they take Santa's sleigh for a joyride. Oh, Elf? He was an Elf? Ooh, close, but this, this movie came out before Elf. Oh. Um... I'll give you a hint. I'll okay. give you another hint. It is a Disney movie. Oh, I know which one it is because this is Don't the one. Don't say Aladdin. 
Nope. This is the one where they they uh, uh, the they do the thing with the sleigh and then they go off. Uh, Power Rangers. Guess again. Um, so it's not Power Rangers. Okay. Um, the movie came out in two thousand and one. Oh, you know what? I I don't know. It's don't not know. a Stanley Kubrick movie. Okay. Now, so it's not Stanley Kubrick. It's not Power Rangers. Um, and it's a movie. It's not a TV show. And it was shot in Toronto. Okay. Was it Diagnosis Murder, the movie? Very close. Twas hmm. the Night. It was a Christmas movie, man. Twas the Night. Did you see it? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I didn't do so good. We have a fifth and final one. Okay. Can this one be a TV show? Oh, no, but it has to be filmed in a Canada. Okay. Yes. You know what? You know what, Will? For you, I'm going to okay. make this one a TV show. Okay. 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 Here we go. Ready. Here is the description. Mm-hmm. To save his bankrupt company, mm-hmm. Jennings sends Wayne Zielinski to find a magical stone that can turn metal into gold. However, Jennings' greed alters the stone's power. This oh. was the description of the episode in which Brian Cranston appeared. Oh, was it... Um... What TV show is it, Will? Was it I Touch Stones? Ooh. <laughs> Here, I'll give you another hint. Okay. The TV show was shot in Calgary. Oh, shoot. Wow. Uh, what year? What year? The year was 1998. I know. It was um, X-Files. By the way, Calgary. Why do some people pronounce it Calgary? It's named after a, a city in uh, England, and I believe the Ooh. English call it Calgary. So what's yes. the what's the TV show? Did we determine the what TV was? show was mm-hmm. Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Oh wow! You know, Honey, um, I Shrunk the Kids. Looking at uh, his uh, wide and extensive uh, TV credits, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, it's really hard because there's so many shows he's been in. But what's hard, be... Will? Dick book. <laughs> 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 Can't say that again. Is this the part where all the people are asleep because of the insomnia? Shh, we really can just, let's just talk. Let's just talk quietly amongst ourselves. Well, maybe it's time to end this segment because I think the next segment for our ASMR listeners is the one that's going to really put everybody to sleep. If this one hasn't. So now we're going to have a new form of one of our previous segments where it was really an unintentionally geared towards our ASMR listeners, but it's fantastic. And some people love it. Most people don't understand it, but we're still doing it. This week, it's called Eyeliner Colors or Brian Cranston Character Names. And Fies, whenever you're ready. Gibraltar Shite. Elbow Wisconsin. Crunchy Panda. Periwinkle in the middle. Columbo Chitlins. 
Colt, Arrow. Anti-dentite, White. Hey. Hey, hey, Tim. George, you know Tim Watley. Yeah, dentist of the stars. <laughs> what's up? I'll tell you what's up. I'm a Jew. All right, so now's the time where we're going to have one of the favorite segments of each episode uh, by the people that actually are still awake. It's the Celebrity Fantasy Battle. Now, this week, it's an all Brian Cranston Celebrity Fantasy Battle between the characters of Walter White from Breaking Bad and Howard Beale from the Play Network, which was based on the film. So, Fias, uh, do you want me to uh, go ahead? Oh, please, because I'm, I'm, I'm getting really, really sleepy. Oh, okay, okay. Well, let's, let's, well, I mean, that's good because, you know, that's where we're going with this show, but. It's better... working, Will. It's working. Mm, certainly do. All right. Well, Walter White, everybody knows from Breaking Bad, he was the uh, teacher turned meth empire kingpin. And I really think that one of his strong suits was that, um, you know, he really had the power to convince people that he was tougher than he, than he looked you know, he said, uh, had that say my name. And then he had uh, a few other things where he said, uh, you know, well, when Jesse was calling him a bitch, he was not too happy. And then he kind of ended up killing a lot of people. But um, uh, what was that other thing he said, Fias? So wait, wait. So Jesse called him a bitch and that was mm -hmm. it. Then, then it set him off. I'm, I'm just going to go kill a bunch of people now. Yeah, I that's pretty much it. Jesse called me a bitch. Okay. Yeah, that was that was kind of the plot for the whole show. There was yada, much yada, yada. You got a head on a turtle. Yeah, exactly. The end, he's dead, and Jesse drives off in the El Camino. Great show, great show. But actually, show. it really was a good show. But but he, anyways, Walter White was the kind of guy that, you know what, even though he looked like he might not be the kind of guy you'd want to mess with, but when he, he felt like he was Heisenberg, you didn't want to mess with him because he was the kind of guy who could really, you know, do anything to save, uh, you know, himself. He was doing it for his family. He was motivated. And really, if he was in, he was in a fight, he would take old man Howard Beale down. He would just basically, you know, kick him in the kneecaps and then he'd be down on the ground. Now, Howard Beale from Network, he definitely had a way with words. He was a, an anchor. He was a newsman and he was pissed off. I mean, the main uh, scene from from the I guess from the play and from the uh, the movie, you saw the play, right? I saw both. Okay, I've seen the film. I didn't see the play, but you know, he's—it's that whole speech of everything's going crazy, and then he's like, "Well, oh, I'm not—I'm not going to leave you alone. I want you to get mad, and I don't want you to protest. I want you to riot." And then, of course, he says, "So I want you to get up now. I want you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, 'I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore.'" So he sticks his head out the window, and then what happens? Walter White comes down with the elbow, the atomic elbow. Boom. His head goes right on the windowsill. And I mean, he, the character itself was probably, he was probably like, what, 60, 70. So, yeah. you know, he's out. So wait, now. wait, wait. So Walter mm. White is like, is like standing on the ledge of the, <laughs> yeah. of the building. And of when the, Howard Beale uh, sticks his head out, yeah, yeah. Walter White is waiting for him right there exactly. with the elbow. Exactly. Wow. Atomic elbow. Wow. Now, uh, uh, Network was set in New York City or was it like a fictional yes. city? Okay. So we're not sure why, why Walter White is there because really, I mean, he was either in New Mexico or Whatever, because if you can make it there, you can make it anywhere. That's the thing. Walter White, my interpretation is this, that the show doesn't end with him dying. He just becomes a big, a bigger drug kingpin. He goes to New York, but he hears that there's this old man, Howard Beale, talking smack. So he mm -hmm. wants to take him on. See, I like to go a little bit deeper with these fantasy battles, yeah. Fias, and actually 
make them reality. And perhaps it has something to do with being stuck at home for a year and I'm seeing hallucinations of. So then perhaps, perhaps, Will, perhaps after he, uh, perhaps after he kills uh, uh, Howard Beale with that atomic elbow, Mm -hmm, he then mm -hmm. assumes Howard Beale's role and then becomes Howard Beale and then he plays Howard Beale on Broadway and he ends up winning like a a, a, a Tony award for best actor. Whoa. You know what? I th- I th- I think that happened. That's uh, called art imitating life. Oh no, or is it life imitating art? Oh, I don't know. Oh wow, that's really deep. That kind of freaks me out a little bit. You know what I think? This is my take on the Okay, uh, yeah, you go Walter. ahead while I just be freaked out. Yeah, yeah, you you yeah, just cower in the corner there for a second mm-hmm. while I uh, while I give you my very quick take. Um, so Howard, yeah, Howard Beale was a very angry man, an angry, angry newsman, right? But but here's what I think. I think uh, Howard Beale screaming, "I'm mad as hell, and I I can't I can't take it anymore." You know what? I think Walter White would see that. Hey, here here's a, here's a person in distress because you know. Walter White never really wanted to kill anybody. You know mm. what I mean? Like he never really did, but he was just kind of then circumstances led to where he kind of had to, but he never, he was always very reluctant in killing anybody. So anyway, I think Walter White has a lot of good in him. He would have tried to befriend uh, uh, Howard Beale at first, and then he would have seen, you know, what Howard, what Howard Beale was going through, the, the mental anguish, and he would have, uh, you know, maybe offered him some of his, uh, you know, crystal meth, a little oh. bit of the blue sky there, just to mm. calm his nerves, you know. Okay. But then Beale would get, like, hooked on blue sky, right, and then right. eventually he'd lose his teeth and develop that geek stink <laughs> breath and, and die. But he would be, like, a prolonged death, and so Walter White would win. So now Walter White is uh, the news anchor, which is and a Walter great— And Walter White become the news anchor. And yeah. which a great way to start, you know, getting the meth, you know, because yeah. who uses a lot of drugs? Them news types do, because they got to stay up all night and do their news research stuff. Well, you know that you're in the media business. You do Not the... anymore. I'm in the uh, crystal meth business now. Oh. <laughs> uh oh. On a measure of my decision later about the self destruction. The progression killer, my complexion that is right. Well, that was a fantastic uh, scenario. I hope that everybody enjoyed that. And unlike me, you haven't suffered PTSD from this episode. So, uh, you know, Fies, I might have to take a few weeks off. Do you have anybody else that could take my place next week? Uh, Well, we could always ask Tuco Salamanca. All right. Well, before we end this special episode, uh, we do want to play a clip uh, that was from YouTube where it's a bit of a... Just a quick little uh, sketch about what Breaking Bad would be like if it was in Canada. It's quite humorous and certainly topical to the Bag of Milk podcast. Uh, But certainly I'd like to thank everybody for listening, those that are still awake and those that are asleep. Have a great night. Sleep tight. But um, don't forget to visit us at bagofmilkpodcast.com. Sign up for the email updates, and that way you can just get the email every week and you don't get blasted by my personal texts which I know those of you in the uh, the uh, South Pacific hate that because of the time difference. I'm sorry. Um, uh, we got so, we get so much hate mail from the Fijians. I know. Well, and those people in Guam, they're great people, but you know, I just can't keep track of that seven hour and 15 minute time difference. It's really weird. But anyways, what can you do? But um, also visit us on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Give us some feedback. Send us some feedback. 
Uh, we'll talk about some more feedback next week. And as always, you know, pass it on to your friends, family, loved ones, uh, those that can't sleep. Now, Fias, that's something we're just going to have to push that. So if you've got a friend that can't sleep, what are you going to do, Fias? Well, it seems like Fias has nodded off. Now, before we go, Fias, I would like to thank you again for getting uh, Brian Cranston to do that promo and, and giving us a topic for this special, special episode. I don't know what the podcast version of like Emmys or Tonys are, the potties or the... <laughs> Ooh, I would would love to get a potty one day. <laughs> uh, you know, my girl loves to potty all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever they are, I can see that next year, you know, this is going to be the episode that gets us in. This is the special special episode good night sleep tight and don't do meth i'm sorry mr white i need to be clear you understand what i'm telling you yes lung cancer Inoperable. On the bright side, since you live here in Canada, the substantial costs of this are going to be covered by your taxes, so you won't need to do anything crazy like selling crystal meth to pay for it.